Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Welcome to the Big Interview Bite Size. Brought to you by Bet365. I'm Graham Hunter, and in each episode, you'll hear an elite footballer tell a story that's guaranteed to brighten your day. All of them come from my podcast, The Big Interview with Graham Hunter, which you can find by searching on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Today, it's Gary Neville from our very first episode. This is Gary breaking down exactly where his groundbreaking analysis comes from and what he hopes to achieve every time he steps into the studio. I think punditry in my childhood and my probably early playing careers was incident-led. It was a moment in a game, a sending off, an offside decision, a goal, a bad mistake. So it was incident-led. Goals don't interest me, and that sounds really daft, that thing to say. The, you know, last week with the Charles Adam goal that scored from 56 yards. Fantastic, but... It doesn't interest me. I've got no interest in it. it, 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 it I, I get bored of it very quickly. Someone said to me, you know, show me, break that goal down for me, Gary. I couldn't do it. I'd just run it in. I'd run it in full speed and say, great goal. Well done. Because everybody at home can see how he's done it, what the goal is, and I'm not telling them anything they don't know. So I, I, don't, I don't treat the fan as, a, as an idiot. I was more interested in how and why rather than the incident. So rather than what happened being the incident is... How was a game won? Why was a game won? And sometimes that's the thing that interests me. And I think that when I went into to, to punditry, I, I always thought of the game quite analytically. I was lucky enough to play under great managers. I was lucky enough to play under even like Terry Venables, who's somebody who brought the game down into its, into its individual parts. When I look at a game on a Monday night or over a weekend... I'm thinking which manager is outwitting the other manager, which player is doing something that's making the other player uncomfortable and what impact is that having upon the game and how could it have been stopped? So it's not just a case of what happened, how did it happen, how could they have stopped it and closing the loop. So you're actually informing people at home about the whole process rather than just saying he got on top of him uh, in the game and he was better than him in the game and what a fantastic performance, yet 
how did he go about it and how could it have been stopped? So you actually, and that's, that's the way I always find that. They're the bits I find interesting because they're the problems I've always felt that on the pitch I was asked to solve. You know, how do you stop Robert Perez coming into a little pocket of space, Thierry Henry flying round one side of your shoulder and Ashley Cole overlapping? How, could, how, do, how do you stop that? At what point in your life did you realise that you had this analytical ability? That's, you probably didn't think about it as analytical then. You, you, you built your career, you were very determined, you had a certain skill set, but your brain evidently throughout your career came into it long yeah. before broadcasting. When did realisation of what you had and could see and do come I, to you? I think that Eric Harrison, my youth team coach, he insisted that we watched, the, we watched every first team game at Old Trafford and he insisted we watch the game through the eyes of our position. So if you're a full-back, watch Paul Parker and Dennis Irwin. I don't, so when the, even the ball's on the left wing, you, I want you to look at what they're doing and where they are. So I always looked at it from a point of view that it wasn't the ball that I was following. I don't think it was the quickest full-back. Um, I certainly don't think it was the best on the ball, but I think I, I read the game reasonably well. I very rarely got caught out of position. I did do, obviously. But it, the worst thing you could ever let, I could ever think of would be that I would be in a bad position, that I wasn't in the right position to cover my, my centre-back or I wasn't in the right position to support my right winger. Or So how you watch a game is the bigger picture, what's happening, rather than following the ball. And I think a lot of people watch games but they don't see the game. Mm. A lot of people watch the game but don't see the game. I, on Monday nights, when we do the Monday night football, I watch the big, we call it the boot room camera, it's the big bird's eye view of the whole pitch. And for the first 20 minutes, 15 minutes, I'll stand there and I'll watch the big camera and get a picture of the game. And then you might come sit back down when you've got a picture of the game and the patterns, and then if something changes on, that you see it on the screen that people are seeing at home, you might go back to the big screen and think, well, what's happened? And so you're looking at the game differently. You're looking at it as a coach. That's how a coach would look at the game. I, I have no problem. I think once at uh, half-time, I think we spent four minutes on one corner, on one goal. I've got no problem with that. Because if you want to go and watch goals, go and watch the top 100 goals or netbusters, whatever it is, these are the programmes that we have plenty of them at Sky, don't we, where we show goals left, right and centre. Match of the Day, I think, is a fantastic highlight show that captures every single game, gets all the goals in. Monday Night Football is completely different. It's completely different. It's about detail, it's about analysis. And I think when I um, started, I took the view that I wasn't going to dumb down that analysis. Mm. I think people at home watching are intelligent. They are. They do want to be informed. They're not just there to sort of see things that they've already seen at the weekend on another programme. They want something different. They want a more analytical view. And if they don't, then go and watch a different programme. Mm. I don't apologise for the fact that we might spend five minutes on a corner or a series of set pieces or just one pattern of play or one individual. I don't apologise for it. We're going to spend tonight, we're doing the, I'm talking to you now as we're going to do the Manchester derby, the 4-2 Manchester United versus City. And we're going to spend 20 minutes talking about that game. Just that game. Not showing highlights, just showing three aspects of that game. And I will not apologise for it. And I think people will find it either interesting or they'll think it's too much. And it's too much for some people. Hmm. Reaching for words under pressure, reaching for different grades of words, it's extraordinarily tough. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It is, it, it's where you're pitching it. And you know, the amount of players I get heard called geniuses. <laughs> He's magic. He's a genius. Yeah. He's a magician. No, he's not. There's nowhere to go from there. There's nowhere to go from genius. There's yeah. nowhere to go from magician. There's nowhere to go from... Uh, you know, there's n these words leave you no room for... So I watched I watch Messi play against um, Manchester City in the new Camp. 
And I was genuinely, for the first time, I think, in my football career, I can think of maybe Ronaldo a couple of times at United where I was watching injured in 2007-8 where I was probably similarly mesmerised. But I was genuinely, as a broadcaster, the only time I've ever watched a performance where I've been genuinely mesmerised by a player was Messi for the 20 minutes before half-time in the new camp against Manchester City. I was like, and I've seen him before, and I've seen him on the television, and you know, I've seen him live many times as you have. But I was genuinely thinking, this is as good as it's ever going to be. This is, this, I'm happy to use, every, I call it a scandalous, it's scandalous talent. That's the point where I just thought, I have to go for it. It's the only time. But once you've used that for him, everything else is below that. Everything else, every work that you know, you can't again go and call, you know, with respect, watching a player at Burnley Tottenham last week, you can't go and call him scandalous talent mm. or a genius because you've called Messi that. Thank you for listening to the big interview bite size brought to you by Bet365. All of these stories come from my podcast series, The Big Interview with Graham Hunter. There are interviews with over 100 elite footballers on our archive. Search for the show on Spotify, YouTube or wherever you listen. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.